Hello, and welcome to another episode of Determination, Deliberation, and Dragons. In today's episode, I talked with Katya Balab of Miblart. It's a group that designs covers for books, and Katya graciously talked to me about the process of cover designing and what are some considerations that authors need to make when they start thinking about making their covers. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get started with our introduction then. Hi, my name is Katya and I'm an account manager of MabelArt. It's a book cover design company that turns covers into number one marketing tool. And uh, my job is mostly consulting clients on our services, helping them with cover feedback if they need some help and uh, just uh, introduce themselves them to this uh, book cover design world. Awesome. Thank you. So our second introduction question is what is your favorite story and it can be either a book a movie a show like whatever whatever type of story you want to say um i i went to china as a bachelor student so chinese culture had a lot of influence on my life so i would say i love stories about monkey king if you don't know who is a monkey king it's like a rebellious type of um creature by god i guess it's one of the creatures of a Chinese writer from the book Journey to the West. And I just uh, love this character because uh, he shows like his rebellious side. And then throughout the story, he needs he needs to become humble. Uh, so if you don't know the story, I suggest you to take a look. The Monkey King? Yes, okay. Monkey King. <laughs> I don't think I've heard of that. Do you Do you remember who the writer is? Um, I don't remember who is the writer. Okay. Classic, classic uh, Chinese writer, very famous, but I don't know his name. Okay, that's fair. We'll look it up. But the book is called <laughs> Journey Journey to the West. I, I will check it out later. Our next question. So if you were to meet a dragon in real life, how would you train it? I need to think about it. Like, it's a really difficult questions, I guess, from the very beginning. But I saw a YouTube video of a cat uh, getting adopted by dogs, like a kitten. And after it grew older, it became it, it started barking. So I think it would be a nice idea to take a really small dragon and place it among some birds, maybe some chickens. So the dragon be more peaceful and um, like adopt this uh, new culture. And when the dragon becomes older, it... Um, identifies himself as a bird so i can introduce the dragon to other cultures like different animals so i think in this way a dragon will become more open-minded about other cultures soft-hearted easily easy to train and the most important it will be open-minded i think that is perhaps the most creative answer we've gotten i really love that let the birds train the dragon that that's so neat so moving on to to book covers 
The first question, I mean, why why are book covers important? They are important because book cover is the number one marketing tool you can have. This is what people see, uh, first of all, and then they decide uh, if they want to buy the book or not. So you can either make or break sales. And uh, covers help uh, authors to find their target uh, target reader. Um, it's like it's like a look of their work. It's like a, a candy wrap. And um, everybody knows that people consume with their eyes. So it's important that the cover looks nice. So it's uh, visually appealing. And uh, it's interesting for the reader enough to uh, buy the book. And also I found some uh, statement on the internet, which I really liked. It says a book a book's cover design is the window into this story and might be the reason a reader first picks it up. And um, also a book cover is a communication tool. But instead of a written communication that authors use for their amazing stories, a book cover is a visually uh, is visually communicating uh, the story which a reader should get intrigued to read when they buy the book. That's a really good way of putting it. And I know I feel like a lot of people will say, like, don't judge a book by its cover, but we all do that. So it's, totally, it's important yes. to think about. So can you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do exactly and how you help authors get covers for their books? Uh, so we are a book cover design company, as I said, based in Ukraine, uh, but we mostly work with foreign markets. Uh, we have over eight years of experience in the industry. Um, basically, how we work is authors come to us and place the order for kind of a cover they like. Uh, we offer photo manipulated covers, illustrated covers, or maybe even some co covers involving some 3D modeling, uh, because we are trying to adapt or constantly adapt to modern technologies. And the author place the order. By the way, we don't take prepayments for photo manipulated covers, so the author places the orders and uh, they need to complete a creative brief. This is information that goes to a designer. And after that, designer starts uh, creating the cover. Um, we also provide other services such as logo design, um, branding guidelines for authors, maybe uh, helping them to decide what kind of covers, they, uh, what kind of colors they should use for their website, for their branding, strat uh, branding strategy. Uh, we design marketing materials for the cover, uh, for example, bookmarks, animated covers, uh, cover reveal pictures, and other and others. And uh, we do interior formatting for the book. Uh, and also, we try to educate authors. We constantly share some interesting tips and tricks in our blog uh, about book cover design, self-publishing industry in general. Um, so, yes, yeah, something like that. <laughs> we do many stuff. I just had a, a quick question about, so you mentioned illustrated covers and photo manipulated color, uh, covers. Right. I don't know if this is a silly question, but can you just, just explain quickly, like what those, what those are, what the differences between those are? Yes, of course. Actually, it's totally not a silly question because people confuse that sometimes. Uh, for the manipulated covers, they are made out of stock lights and stock images. So designer uses images as a base, and then they apply some heavy Photoshop manipulations and different Photoshop effects and such, and they create a cover that is um, 
unique, but maybe it can consist uh, similar faces because uh, the sources of stock images, they're limited. Um, and for illustrated covers, it's uh, artwork created totally from scratch. So an artist uh, does everything by hand. Uh, they design, they, they um, sketch first, and then if the sketch gets approved by the author, they start applying some colors, more like working on shapes and stuff. So that color doesn't involve images, it's created from scratch. Okay, that, that was very helpful. What exactly is the process of developing your book cover like? And I guess like who decides, you know, what goes on the cover and how much say does a, a publisher or a self-published author have in what their cover looks like? So we can divide the process for two sides. The author has to prepare a little. They have to do some research and decide what kind of covers they like, uh, get some references, uh, get their... Yeah, get the references, uh, decide on direction they want to take with their cover, because, you know, there are different covers that are based on the character, uh, object-oriented covers, typography. So the author has to uh, tell the designer what preferences they have. And uh, also the author should know their target audience. I guess it doesn't apply for a cover only. It uh, should be like that in general, uh, because... Um, target audience is, uh, th- there are people who will buy the book, actually, they'll pay money for that. So it's very important for the author to know what the customer is like. And after that, uh, they complete a creative brief for a designer. And here, it's important to put as much details as uh, the author needs, as the author should. Uh, they have to describe uh, character, setting, uh, maybe some uh, key events that happen in their book also the theme. Some people think that uh, designer designers read the manuscript. It's not the most common practice among author services, especially in the publishing world. Maybe traditional publishers, um, when you go traditionally traditional publishing route, the, those designers, they read the manuscript. But uh, in self-publishing, designers mostly work through creative briefs. So it's important for the author to describe their book very well. Then uh, designer, they need to analyze this creative brief and also do some more research uh, on market trends, for example. um, Check uh, covers on Amazon in the same category, like uh, same genre. And then designer become uh, starts designing uh, the concepts for the book cover. And after presenting the concept to an uh, author, um, author needs to decide uh, if they like this concept or not. And from that, maybe uh, rounds of revisions are are requested. Uh, revisions means applying some small changes. Uh, so going to the question, uh, who has who has a say in the cover, what goes on the cover? I would say that in self-publishing, mostly the author has a final say because the author is the one who pays money for the service. So it's very important that the author is satisfied with the final result. Uh, however, if uh, the author has no, like absolutely no experience in uh, graphic design, it's um, suggested to them that they also ask opinion on a designer because uh, let's say designers has much more experience in that and they, they're experts in this niche, which is important. 
And as for traditional publishing, authors has either little or no say in what goes on the cover. Because once uh, the author decides uh, on publishing traditionally, the publisher, the one, the one who decides what suits best for the market and how will they market the book. Sometimes they involve the author in the process, but uh, I wouldn't say it's, it happens uh, a lot. And again, in self-publishing, I mean, the author doesn't even need to hire a designer, let's say. They can try to design cover themselves uh, if they have uh, strong uh, confidence in what they can do. Um, so it would be, the answer would be that they have absolutely 100% control on their work. But it's always recommended to hire a professional who knows uh, what will uh, be best for a cover and what will sell the book. Uh, because we know that the book, the book cover is, um, it, it makes the first impression and the first impression matters and you cannot change it. And I'm also curious, so at what point should an author start thinking about a cover? They are authors who buy pre-made covers. Pre-made covers, it means that designer has made the cover, uh, which they think they, uh, th that will think somebody will like and People buy these covers, and then they write the story that relate to this cover. But in reality, when the person is writing a book, many things can change. So it's not the best uh, time to purchase the cover. You need to purchase the, purchase the cover when you are 100% sure about your books and you have a solid first draft at least. So I would say um, an author should start thinking about the cover about three or six months before a pre-order campaign. Uh, even more if the cover is illustrated because illustrated covers, they take much more time to design. And uh, I'm, I'm saying before the pre-order because it's important to have your cover ready as you will use it for your marketing campaign. It means that you will post it on social media, send it in your newsletters, also, an option is to get the cover in the same time as you hire, hire a book editor. So it will all be ready. And it's uh, important to know that uh, book back cover design and spine can, can be finalized only after interior formatting is ready. Uh, some designers, they offer to design to do this design afterwards at no charge. For example, our company does that. So then the author can just get um, a full wrap cover and then wait until everything is fin finalized. But if a designer says it will be extra charge of changing the width of spine, for example, or the text uh, back cover text, uh, then the author can just get the front cover first, they use it for marketing purposes. And then after formatting, at back cover and spine uh, for the book. Uh, also, it's uh, important to mention that usually authors see the, like deadlines on the websites of uh, book cover designers, but if they require revisions, it will take another like one or two business days to complete. So it's also important to bear in mind. Uh, sometimes the cover doesn't come up all perfect from the first first draft. Uh, so there's there's always have to be some uh, extra time for that. Yeah, so it sounds like you, you need some amount of time, but I didn't realize you can do like a pre-ordered cover. And that seems, I mean, like you said, not not like the best idea out there. 
some authors love uh, purchasing covers and then it helps them to create the, create their own stories that match uh, these covers. So I guess it it's up to preferences. Yeah, I could see it being like a good inspiration, like push. So yes, also uh, authors do get covers uh, as inspiration as well, and it's great. It helps them to finish their work. Yeah, no, I suppose that's true. So I'm also curious. You were talking about how genre is important too. So so how would genre impact? Um, someone's cover it's actually um, I would say it's one of the most important tasks of a book cover uh, on uh, it's it has to be some appealing image it has to be visually attracted but also it has to represent the genre uh, because if the book cover doesn't represent the genre well then it can just m- mislead uh, potential readers and that will affect your sales because people who might like the book, they just don't realize uh, this book is good for them. Uh, actually, I saw a post on Reddit another day. A guy was sharing a book cover of, I think it was a thriller novel. And he said that I suggested to, to read this book to my friend, but my friend said that the book seems too scary, so he doesn't want to read any horror stories. But the book was actually not the genre. So just because the cover was too dark and had uh, colors and uh, design choices um, related to horror genre, it just scared off a potential reader. So this is like the worst thing you you would like you would like for your book. Um, so you don't want to set wrong expectations. Uh, and also, it's uh, very important not to lose your target audience as well if you don't uh, represent the genre well. Uh, because people will be scrolling uh, Amazon, let's say, and they will just keep your cover because it will not look appealing to them because it's not what they're looking for. Also, I would say that genre standards, they exist for a reason. Like you can see that these books uh, divided by genres, they have something in common. Like you can see the book cover, you can identify what genre is it. It's for a reason because those genre standards, they sell the book. So it's what you want for your book. Yeah. I mean, they're showing you that you're getting the right book. Yeah. I'm curious, are there any book covers that you know of that strayed like away from their genre? And were were they effective or were they not? I would say that this happens. Sometimes it happens for very famous books when uh, they they have had already a big success in the market. Uh, for example, the Great Gatsby uh, books or uh, the hung- uh, Hungry Games. And then designers start to play with the covers and release more alternatives to them. And then, but because the audience already knows knows what the book is about, it doesn't affect sales too much, I guess. But it would be a really risky choice to start like that. Because first of all, especially for new authors, they want to make a name. They want to get uh, identified and stand out from the crowd. But this is like, like I wouldn't suggest that because it can just break sales. And this is what you don't want for your book. Yeah. I mean, like you said, with your friend who who skipped that one book because it seemed a little too dark. Yes, so, right. 
Okay, that makes sense though. Uh, also, another thing I forgot to mention is that let's say you don't have uh, a cover related to your genre and somebody buys it, but then they they have some expectations of the book and they didn't get what they wanted to because they looked at the cover and didn't represent the story. So they might get upset and they might uh, write a bad review, which is the worst thing that, ha- that can happen. Mm-hmm. So it's also not a good strategy for getting reviews. Yeah, that is that is a good point. It's almost like I'm thinking of it almost like as a a promise in a way. Like this is what the book. You don't have to read the back to know like oh this is what the book is gonna vaguely be about. The cover kind of just tells you a little bit about what you should expect. So yes, I can see, right. Yeah. And the problem is that if the front cover is not good enough, people will not read the text on the back cover. This is the worst thing. Yeah. So uh, the front cover has to be self-explanatory. People see it and they understand what is the genre, uh, age category, maybe some hints to the story, and they get interested in reading the text uh, on the back cover and then buying the book to read the whole story. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so my next question is, what about a like a book series? Because um, you you talked about series branding and development for covers for a whole series. So what, how would that be different from, um, you know, one book? Well, for authors who want to uh, publish series, it's important to give the reader understanding that this book is not a standalone book. It's the part of some either universe or a part of a big story. So if uh, a reader buys the book, they get motivated to get more books with, with a similar theme. Uh, so series branding can uh, hugely affect branding of an author, actually. And to set this uh, branding, uh, they can ha- they can have some common they can apply some common design choices for each book of the series. For example, they can keep the same composition for every book cover, uh, just changing the background, for example. Uh, or keeping the same fonts or keeping the same uh, like layout of the cover. And if it's an illustrated book cover, uh, it's important to keep the same illustration styles throughout the series. And also there are some, um, some cool things people do with the series. For example, uh, as I was a child, I really liked stories about Sherlock Holmes. It was my, actually it was my middle school crush. <laughs> and I know it sounds odd. And those are uh, and fun stories, this... so. <laughs> and I had these books about Sherlock Holmes, and when you would place them on the bookshelf, like the co- the front co- cover didn't have anything except for the title and the author's name. But when you place the books on the bookshelf, you can see the like the silhouette of Sherlock Holmes with his um, smoking pipe. So I thought it was so cool. Like you need to collect all the books to make this image on your bookshelf. Or that reminds me of um, I have a Harry Potter set where like the the side of the book is like the castle, so I don't oh, think nice. I've seen too many series like that, but I-, I can see like that with Sherlock Holmes being really fun. So we have a little under nine minutes, so I'm gonna try to go a little quick. So what are some common mistakes that authors might make when designing their covers, and so like why is you know marketing research important for that? Um, I would identify um, like five reasons or some mistakes authors give. 
Uh, first of all, I talked about not relation to the genre, and I think I explained that, that it can break sales. Uh, then also not understanding your target audience is one of the biggest mistakes authors can make. Uh, as for the design part, uh, trying to show too much on the cover, it's not the right direction to go because a cover should uh, intrigue and it should pick interest toward the story. When authors try to like over-design it with all those like images, cool effects, which makes no sense, or they try to put too much text on the cover, it doesn't help to sell the book. So the cover should be well composed, like with a good layout. Um, and yes, like let people buy the book and read the story, not from the front cover. Uh, also, when authors um, like put some poor quality images on the cover, it also doesn't help to sell because people can see the poor quality and they might think that inside of the book is a poor quality as well. So you do, like nobody wants that to happen. Um, and as well as not um, giving too much um, time for typography because typography is also one of the most uh, important key elements of a cover and it should relate to the genre and also blend in with the with the front cover well not not like just some image and some random font it doesn't make a good cover by the way uh yeah also to add to this a good good practice is going to amazon to your category and just see other covers and maybe maybe uh place your cover in the on the website um just like like photoshop it and see if it looks good with other covers. Like if it uh, if it doesn't stand out too much, if it like blends in well, it's a good practice as well. Okay. And I think my last question is more just something that kind of intrigues me. So you mentioned that you do covers, you know, your company is international. So I know like, so I collect Harry Potter books from different countries that I visit. And the covers are all, you know, different depending on, on what country you go to. When your company is designing covers, do you purposely, like, do you make different covers for the same book in different countries? Or is that like a purposeful decision if you do that? I'm just curious, like, what goes into designing, you know, international books? Yes, of course, that's important to uh, take into consideration is where the book will be published. Uh, this is because uh, different different countries they have different different cultures, and just like breakfast differs in every culture, they like, or fashion differs from different culture. It's important to design a book cover that will be uh, interesting for a certain country because of those differences. For example, if you say uh, a dragon. In Europe, people imagine a flying thing with uh, with a fire. But if you say a dragon to some Asian person, they will imagine totally different thing. So this this is important um, to make the cover appealing for them. Um, also, um, yes, there are some also marketing trends. They are different if talking about book covers. What is popular in the States, for example, will not be popular in Britain, let's say, or other countries. So it's very important for a designer to conduct this research. And then based on this research and their experience, 
design the cover that will be the most suitable for uh, for a market. Simple but important points. So, I mean, thank you for sharing all of that with us. And is there any other, you know, last minute thing that we should know before before we say goodbye? Yes, I want to thank you as well. I hope this information was useful for you. And if you have any questions about book covers, you can find me as uh, katia.balap on Instagram or on Facebook. It's again Katia Balap. Or just go directly to mabelr.com and uh, our project managers will try to help. And for those who enjoy this podcast, if you want to order a cover from MabelArt, I, I want to offer you a promo code for 10% discount for your first order. So just use promo code KATIA10 at the checkout and uh, enjoy your new cover. Thank you so much. Um, and I'll I'll definitely like I'll write the website and your I'll leave links to your Instagram in the episode description as well. So thank you thank, so much. It was fun. Yeah, thank you so much. I really I I think I learned a lot about all the considerations that go into making some covers. And thank you for listening to our episode. I hope that you enjoyed. There will be links to Miblart down below and to Katya's Instagram and Twitter. You can also check out Determination, Deliberation, and Dragons on Patreon, where we have some exclusive content, and we are also on Twitter and Instagram as well. Thank you again, and remember, don't let the day drag on.